You are listening to Baking Boss Kitchen Secrets with Naomi Rose, the food business talk show that shares with you the reality of what's happening in the food and hospitality industry. I am on a mission to help as many people as possible grow and build successful food businesses. Each week on this podcast, you'll get useful information, top tips, as well as what's really happening in the kitchen behind the scenes. Let's get on to today's show. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you're listening to this podcast, it's Naomi here with the Kitchen Secrets back for another episode. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of these podcasts and like I say, I always love to chat to people. I built a business around hospitality which obviously involves talking to lots of different people and I always love to hear what other people think and get feedback. So, do drop me an email, naomi at bakingboss.net to let me know what you think or if there's something you would really like me to talk about on this podcast because I want to make this as useful for you as possible so we can all learn about what really happens behind the scenes of a cafe, bakery or baking business. So today's podcast, I am going to talk about the top three things I learned when I opened my cafe, bar and bakery back in 2018. So it seems like a lifetime ago now, but inevitably there were lots and lots of things I learned (laughs) because I went from a nine to five office job, which was in a organisation with 2000 people in a very structured way to walking into a building that needed everything doing to it from kitchen floors putting chairs and tables in technology marketing it was there was nothing it was ground zero there was nothing there I created that completely from scratch with no prior knowledge of how to ever do that or run my own business I did it in the slightly um well some people would say slightly mad way of doing it but I just let me just say if you're thinking of doing it I did it So you can do it. So it's not impossible. It might be harder, but hey, you know what? I'm here to help you. I've done that. And this is what I'm doing now because I had no help when I was first starting up. So if you need my help, drop me an email and I'll love to work with you because I really love the food industry and I really want to see people thrive and do well. Let's be honest. It can be a really tricky place. It can be really hard. You're on your feet all day and you're juggling lots of things. So I learned a lot. I learned a huge amount. It was... Every day was a school day. I don't think I actually had one day where I wasn't learning, whether it was something to do with business, something to do with how to build a commercial space. That was a whole new ball game. I never understood really quite how much went into that until I started doing it. But hey, I learned it. Um, Even just my baking. There are schools of thought where you think, oh, I've I've got to be the best I can be to be able to start a baking business. But actually... The minute you stop learning, the minute you stop learning new techniques, new ways, new methods, is the minute you probably shouldn't be doing the business anymore because you always learn. You're never going to know everything. But if you've got a passion and you've got something good and you've got an idea, it doesn't stop you from going for it. And that is exactly why I quit my job and went to do what I wanted to do. Because I saw something, I saw an opportunity. The building I walked into when I first saw where I'd opened my cafe, bar and bakery, it was a blank space. You really had to put your vision goggles on. But when I understood a little bit more about the history of this building and what it'd been through, because when I saw it, it had been a disused nightclub and it hadn't been used in about 10 years, 12 years. You can imagine it had lime green bathrooms, horrible carpets. It had an amusement arcade booth in the corner. 
when you found out that there was this 1920s history hidden under all of that it was like this this building has to complete a journey it needs to come back to where it should be so many of the original features were there and that's exactly why it kind of fires something up inside of me and inside my husband and my my father they were my two business partners in this venture that made us really want to bring this building back to life which we 100% achieved it Again, it was not easy. You can see there is a lot. I could talk about this all all day long of how much I actually learned in this process. And I can actually talk about how to build from scratch in a blank canvas at actual cafe, bar and bakery. For me, it was very much, it was huge. I mean, it was a huge learning curve. I didn't really know much about commercial equipment. I didn't know much about commercial buildings. Well, I didn't know anything, in fact. So there was a lot of Googling. There was a lot of learning. But I learned an awful lot and that knowledge is something that I can absolutely share with people because you don't know some things until you try some stuff. And actually, if I'm completely honest, the stuff that worked best for us, uh, when we when we installed the bakery, the big bakery equipment was really useful. We didn't have much, but the ones the things we did have, like the ovens and the big mixers, they really helped for sheer volume. A lot of the stuff we used in the cafe kitchen, home equipment, a good Kenwood mixer. That's what we were comfortable using and it worked perfectly well for our needs. So we didn't need anything fancy. In fact, we had, because in the day the cafe and bar was obviously a cafe, but at night it became a cocktail bar. My my husband, who's very hands-on, he's very clever, he's got every tool under the sun in his garage. I couldn't tell you what they were because it's definitely not my zone of genius. But he created a speed rail type bar that inserted into our cafe bench bar so that when we were on cocktail service it could be quicker because we were finding that trying to work around like a cafe setup where you had all your coffee station and everything was just impossible so we built something so that when we came to evening service we just slotted this bar section in and everything was so much quicker like I said, there was lots of things we learned and refined over the journey. But there were three things that I think if you are sort of starting out in your baking business or a cafe or you think about opening up something and you're not quite sure how to do it and it's just a little bit of an idea. There are three things that I think, looking back now, that really helped me to grow and develop and keep the business moving forward. There were days where you're on a complete high because everything was going to plan. And then there are other days where you're on rock bottom because nothing went to plan. It's, it's the inevitable roller coaster of owning your own business. So I'm not going to beat about the fish and say it's nothing other than amazing all the time. It really isn't. Some days it is tough and you have to be prepared for that. But that's OK because you have got to go. You've got a vision. So you know what you want to do. And that's what's going to keep driving you forward. So the first thing I think I learnt very early on partly because when I opened the cafe um, and bar because the bakery came later I prepared myself for the worst case scenario so I based all of my figures all of my numbers all of everything on the lowest amount of customers that would come in so everything was mapped out on that what I didn't really anticipate was that we would get a lot more than what I thought which meant that I had to absolutely double I had to double my staff pretty much straight away I will talk about staffing and how to staff your business in another episode because 
it's honestly quite a minefield. I had, I think, most before we went into the global pandemic, I think had about 17 members of staff of like a really small cafe, bar and bakery because we were that busy, particularly in those first sort of 15 months. So I'll talk about that. But the one thing I really did learn in that infinite stages of growing the business was organisation was definitely key. And I've talked about it you know, organisation is the O in my Bossit method. If you haven't seen it, go check out my social account. So Bossit is basically the framework to help you set up your baking, baking business. So boundaries, organisation, systems, self-motivation, intuition and trust. They're the key things I really believe that will help you start your business from scratch and set you up for success. Organisation is definitely one of my top things I learned. I love organising. My natural, my career has really been project, a lot of project managing. I used to launch big scale national campaigns, which were kind of what they call multi-channel or omni-channel. I don't know what you call them these days. I'm not up with the jargon. These campaigns would be going out across all sorts of different channels. You know, I work with multiple different agencies. So I had to be really on top of what exactly was going on when and how, how we maximise an impact. So setting up the business from the very beginning from before we'd even got to opening the doors I had a very organized plan of what needed to do so I had a chart I had actions a long list and time scales and tick lists of whereabouts they were up to and which one which person was responsible for sort of owning that particular action so I could stay on top that was just to get the doors open what I realized then when it wasn't just sort of me at the top project managing it. When I had different members of staff and different teams coming in, organisation became even more important because I will, you know, my my team will probably tell you that some days I wasn't the best at communicating. Some days I felt like, you know, (laughs) there are definitely some days where I did not feel organised in the slightest because you can't predict sometimes how this industry is going to go. Some days you're ridiculously busy and you have no idea why and other days you're not. So it's quite unpredictable. But We spent a lot of time trying to stay organised, trying to stay on top of everything from because you've got customers coming in and you've got people asking you questions and the phone goes and someone then wants to order another coffee or someone's got a problem with their order. People tend to grab you as you're walking past to ask you questions. So by the end of the day, you've got sometimes got bits of paper everywhere with notes and customer requests and actually having a system to keep all of that sort of stuff organized and keep a very methodical method of everything you're going to do from day in day out and how you're going to record orders in like we had we had a kitchen book we had an online system so we had very clear systems as to how everything was recorded which we were fined over time through learning because that's the only way you're going to do you learn as you go as to what works and what doesn't work and what's the best way to work for different members of staff because my way I I worked in digital so (laughs) I love tech I do a lot with techie stuff my team weren't tech people they didn't they like pen and paper or half of the team like pen and paper half of the team were very comfortable with digital I had to make sure that the system that worked was clear and easy for the people around me the moment we kept organised, so we had a system, we had notes that got written down at the end of each day, there were handover notes, so it could kind of really make sure that throughout the business we knew what we are doing. So on those busy days, those organisation 
that organisation really, really help us to keep on top of everything. Because when it gets really busy, it is really difficult to keep on top of everything. And you have to prioritise exactly what's in front of you. And that's customers coming in the door wanting orders. So everything else has to go out the window. And of course, organisation when you're in a service environment has to be key. So for instance, when we opened the bakery, we used to take a lot of pre-orders and also we had run a crowdfunding campaign. So we had a lot of people coming in to collect loaves that they had invested the money in and that was part of the reward for what they invested in. So we had very clear labelling on bags so that people could quite easily come in and get their orders without any problems. It meant it didn't slow down any service, people kept up with the speed. So organization is definitely definitely key so that is one thing that is worth thinking about of how do you make it work as easy and as simplest as possible for you don't make it complicated just make it easy and simple because you will save yourself a huge amount of time and even that comes down to how you organize your workstation some days i'll be shaping 70 odd loaves it's just even having all of your banatons ready to go so that you're not kind of doing one job then going back and doing another job because that will speed everything up so just really think about those processes and how you can make sure you're set up for the best organization to make it easy for you the second thing which i think is definitely one of the most important things that i learned was stay on top of the finances now i will openly say am i My dad, who is very good with finance, will also probably tell you finance is not my favourite thing in the world. I like to make things. I like to make bread. I like to make cakes. So doing the books was never my cup of tea. And I had I had a brilliant, you know, I, I went through a couple of accountants. The one that I still work with now, he is brilliant. He is talks in a language that I understand. My first accountants weren't that kind of people so they weren't the right ones for me knowing exactly what your numbers are and forecasting is really really key because certainly in the hospitality industry you will come to learn and you will only learn this over time with your business some days you will have lots of orders and other days you might not but you will have to just learn as you go you have to accept that some days you won't make as much as you think you will because you what you will do though is you'll learn exactly when the busy periods are and when they aren't so you can forecast your budgets and predict what you need and your stock and staying on top of those numbers in your finances will really really help with that i know that in in the uk here if we got a very hot day my sales would just drop it would be completely weather dependent as to how busy we were. So people did not want to come into town, into my local town and buy coffee on hot days. It was just a absolutely dead day. And I can't, there's nothing I can do to control that. It's just the way the world works. So in the summers where we had the extreme heat waves, I used to, I love the heat, but I used to hate it equally because it meant my sales went down. So again, it's just being aware of all of those numbers, how much you're spending, what your profit margins are. Even though this is not, it's, it's a finance thing, but I used to monitor, I had a really great online system that I used to use for sales. So all my purchases went through my online POS system, so point of sale system. And I used to analyse the data. And I could definitely see that there were periods, certainly early in the morning and later on in the day when we were staying open where we just weren't getting the footfall. So we just adjusted our hours slightly. 
And again, this all helps because one, it brings down the cost of your staff, the fact that you're not open all of those hours and you're not working all of those hours. So again, just really keep on top of all of those numbers. Use the data. The data is your friend when it comes to your business. And you can then be predictable about what you need and manage the cash flow. You'll be surprised at how much you actually do need to manage that cash flow and know when your peaks and troughs are. If you've got like a cake business at home, you know, and you do like wedding cakes or birthday cakes, you can be realistic on your timeframes and your pricing. And again, pricing is a whole other mindful, which we'll talk about on another episode. Be realistic on what's achievable and what your finances are and the fact that you're don't undercharge yourself for your products because some you'll always be too expensive for someone that's a rule of thumb something will always be too expensive for someone but you are good at what you do you are just have faith and you charge what you're worth and it'll be worth it because honestly it's the best thing but we'll talk about that one on another episode my third and final sort of big top learning was be agile managing a cafe bar and bakery during a global pandemic you had no choice but to be agile you know the certainly here in the UK the government used to change its rules every other day global pandemic aside from that the great thing about having your own business is you're not caught up by red tape and I've worked in charities and various different big organizations where you want to move quickly you've seen an opportunity and yet you have to go through some rigorous process and protocol before you're actually even allowed to action anything you do not have to do that in your business this is your business so you do it how you want so you can adapt it you can change it if you see something's not working scrap it it doesn't matter because this is your business and you are the only one that's really going to truly know what's working and what isn't and you have to learn to be resilient because if you work with staff or work with customers they're always going to have opinions and thoughts on what you're doing but as long as you're really clear on what you're trying to achieve only you can do that no one else can do that it's your business so you exactly know you can communicate it but people will always question you along the way be agile be adaptive listen to the feedback you get and if you see an opportunity just go for it what are you gonna what's the worst that could happen you'll learn something So that can't be a bad thing because you might actually be able to refine and evaluate and analyse something else in your business that you didn't realise you could do. Believe me, from where I first started to what, you know, when I closed the doors back in January, it's a completely different (laughs) ballgame. You know, when I look at the first lots of food that went out, gosh, I wouldn't even dream of serving that now. But it's all a learning curve and it's being adaptable and agile and hearing the feedback and being able to respond on it. So they're the top three things I've really learned. So organisation, finance and agility. If you've got a baking business or you have a cafe, be really great to hear some of the things that you've learned as well because it's a roller coaster ride, right? It's a it's a it's a journey. It's an emotional roller coaster, it's a mental roller coaster and it's a physical one because let's face it, we are on our feet for lots of hours during the day. So I'd love to hear what you think and you know hit me back at naomi at bakingboss.net or drop me a dm on the socials i am baking boss it'll be really great to see you on there and if you aren't already do come and join my facebook group for food and baking business owners it's called baking business 
bosses so do come and join it thank you for listening to another episode of the kitchen secrets i'll be back again next week with my next episode and i hope you all enjoy your weeks and remember happy baking thank you for listening to baking boss kitchen secrets with naomi rose if you're enjoying this podcast then please do give it a review and don't forget to subscribe and follow If you want to get some useful resources, then do visit my website, bakingboss.net and give me a follow on social media at Naomi Rose Baking Boss and I am Baking Boss. We'll see you on the next episode.